What's up? What's up? What's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I like those board games in the back, though. What's up with those? Oh, I see Monopoly. Is that Mousetrap up there at the top? Yes, Mousetrap, Cranium. Dude, dude, that Cranium. I've actually never played Cranium. (laughs) Neither have I. (laughs) I own it, though. Yeah, I like it. Just like, you know, one day I'll I'll buy Settlers (laughs) of Catan and never fucking play that shit. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Hello, hello. Hey. What's going hey, on? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. What's going on, guys? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, getting everything set up. Uh, getting ready to fucking text you, but man, you are prompt as shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock on the dot, man. I love it. Yeah. How's, uh, how's your day going? Uh, it's, it, you know what? I should have gone and played ball and worked out already, but I laid in bed and watched World War II documentaries instead. <laughs> Bro, that's my go-to. It's, you know what? Sometimes you need to do that. Take that you know, little extra time for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, playoffs of the day and Carolina Duke ball. And, yeah, so I don't see today being very productive. I have this, and I have one person that I'm training after you guys is a friend of mine, and I'm laying on my ass today and watching school. I love school. it. I love it. Yeah, Who's your football honest? team? Uh, they are not in the playoffs. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're going to have a hard time today because I'm a big Falcons fan. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been in L.A. long enough. I can claim the Rams as like my side team. So oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let me change my um, let me put my headphones in so you can hear me a little bit better. Oh, man. That'd yeah. be, thank cool. you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So there we go. with you saying, talk about North Carolina and Duke going on today, that was actually one of our questions because we saw conflicting information online. We saw one saying that you were from Chicago and then another one saying you were from North Carolina. I am from North Carolina. I'm I, a Tar Heel through and through. Yep. All right. All right. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we we've actually learned recently um, from somebody else that we talked to a couple of days ago that uh, sometimes MTV isn't quick to give all the right information. And we kind of noticed that with you. They had two different places listed for your for your birthplace. Um, and so that's that's interesting, though. I see. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One side had Chicago and then the other one had North Carolina. And then we were talking to uh, Derek C and they had Phoenix listed as his hometown. And he was like, no, I grew up in New Mexico. Yeah, he was, was born like, in New Mexico, but I guess like all his trading cards and everything say Phoenix, and he's like, I was not born there. I have no idea what how, what that is. I've seen stuff that I'm like, um, that's the wrong matter of fact. Okay, during the very first um, uh, challenge, all stars challenge, all stars one, when you pulled up like my, like me, Latarian and MTV, it showed like Tyreek, Alton, all kinds of other guys in place of me and. I was like, well, that's not me. We need to change that immediately. 
Yeah, exactly. And dude, I, I'm an ass and I apologize. Let me introduce all of us. So you, you're not talking to, you know, three strangers. Uh, dude, <laughs> yeah. my name's Ricky Hayes. Uh, we've been you're going right. back and forth on Instagram. Uh, this yep. is my wife, Karina. And then yep. uh, Josh is our other co-host. And once again, man, we want to just thank you so much for taking the time and sitting down with us. So uh, without beating around the bush, we don't want to waste your time. Um, first things first, how'd you get your start in reality TV? Um, you know what? Uh, my best friend I had done was doing like some low end modeling for like J crew and Versace and crap like that. And one of my buddies, uh, my best friend came, woke me up in my dorm room and I wore our apartment. He was like, Hey man, go try out for the show. They'll hold an open casting call on Carolina's campus. Right. My uh, senior year. And, um, he was like, Hey, it's for the show it's for real world. And this is how you need to act. And cause I'd never seen the show. And he was like, well, this is what they want out of, you know, their African-American men and need to act this way and this way. And I went to an open call and I pretty much showed my ass acting like I had this big personality uh, at an open call and just kept getting ass back and ass back. And I ended up on road rules and I had never seen it, but it ended up being so much fun because I am from a small town in North Carolina. And the most I'd seen was like Atlanta and like, playing football down in like Florida. And so whenever they told me I was going to get to drive across country and do fun stuff, like jump out of airplanes and, and drive race cars and do crazy stuff. I was like, okay, I'm down. Let's do it. And it wasn't even like being on television was not even on my radar. Like it wasn't even, I didn't even care about the being on television part. Honestly, I haven't even watched all the episodes of, the all-stars that I've been on recently this past year. So it, again, the same mentality, you're going to pay me to travel and do fun stuff. And the worst I have to do is be on television. Got you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's the thing is like the experience you get from traveling like that is you, you can't ever replace that. You know what I mean? Getting to experience different uh, areas and cultures and stuff like that. It's, it's hard to D- different different people from different walks of life. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, this past this past year, uh, also I was one and two getting to meet people like Nehemiah and tech, like people I wouldn't have, I wouldn't nor- normally, you know, meet in my day-to-day life. So that was, that's a huge benefit, uh, for me. And, you know, and being, again, going back to being from the small town, but then going to a school like Chapel Hill, that's a very eclectic campus. And you find yourself searching for those sort of experiences after graduation for the rest of your life and being on the challenge sort of helps do that in a way where you get to meet people like Derek C right. Or yeah. Derek K and you know, would normalize normally interact with people like that. No, absolutely. And you mentioned you went to Chapel Hill. Uh, did you play sports when you were at Chapel Hill or. I played on our, our club football team, um, which was sort of like, sort of like our JV squad. And it was fun. I never moved up. I, those guys are my friends for life. Um, we got to play against like App State and Gallaudet and uh, some other schools, Western Carolina. It was fun. Uh, I'm, I really do not regret now that we what we know about CTE and the damage it does to your body and football does to your body, especially then in the 90s when tackling was hitting people as hard as you can with your head. I'm very grateful that I did not play at a high level. I had scholarship offers to play at smaller schools, but academically, my mom was like, you're going to Carolina. That's it. So I was like, okay, all right, cool. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, no, I mean, we've talked about, cause like I told you, we have a, uh, we have three sons and you know, one of them is, you know, hundred percent. I want to play football. I want to play football. And we're like, you're going to do flag football for now, yeah. you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> I mean, it is kids brains aren't even close to being developed at the time that they're starting to play tackle football. And I love football. Oh, Absolutely yeah. love football. But if I'm ever blessed with a son, I don't know. I don't know what, how I would respond. I really don't know. Right. Because we, we just, now they're tackling way differently. It's a different, it's different in practice. Um, uh, like all the contact and stuff is different in practice and what it used to be. Uh, there's no bull in the ring and Oklahoma drills. Like we used to have it back in the yeah. day. So it's a lot more safe, but at the same time, especially like five years ago, when we we're learning more about CTE and the damage done to brains with kids at this young age, I, like I wouldn't even let my little girl do headers in soccer, you know, like it's, so I don't know. It's such a back and forth. Like if I have a son, maybe we'll play <laughs> piano or something. I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? what we've learned and, and Josh, I'll let you hop in here in just a second. I'm uh, sorry about that. Is, you know, like they all have their own, um interests and they all want to do their own things we got one son that has no interest in sports like he's like let me draw let me you know play you know do electronics and it's like no you need to go outside and play a little bit <laughs> and then the other one oh, that's all he wants to do and we've kind of come to the conclusion like once he gets into high school if he decides like hey i want to play football all right you can go you're, you're old enough to make that decision for yourself right to a degree yes right? yeah and now so I, I will i will say I will say, and then we can get back on the channel stuff. I apologize. Like, you know, playing sports and playing football obviously does something for you. Like, I know I wouldn't be the competitor I am if I hadn't grown up playing football, right? Because it does force you to be a different kind of man, right? Like, it it does. Like, there's, you know, know, the, the lineup and smack somebody in the mouth takes a little bit different type of man than somebody who doesn't, right? Like, it, Absolutely. so, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. And I know Josh can attest to this, too, is like, for me, at least it was a fear of conflict. And then all of a sudden, like, you don't got a choice. You got to go hit this guy. And he's going to hit you back. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, man up real quick. Well, I grew up playing football, too. And uh, I knew once I had a son uh, that they were getting into sports that they wanted to. But my son got on the ice and started playing hockey at six. And then, you know, he he had a concussion. Uh, I think when he was like 14 and then he gets an offer to go play junior hockey. And I'm like, they're bigger, they're faster. Are you sure? You know, just play smart. And then um, he, he didn't get another concussion, but he dislocated his shoulder and now it's giving him a hard time, but he was recruited by the Oregon ducks. Oh, but nice. that was my biggest nice. fear that he would, you know, get another concussion and he'd be done. Yeah. So uh, he decided so- to just stay at beer league level. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, it, 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 hockey is big here, like where I am, I'm in Calabasas, where I live now, and hockey is big in like Anaheim and Simi, and I had, you know, friends that had a little girl that was really good in, in, in hockey, and she was the only little girl that played, you know, with the boys, and once she got old enough where they were just bigger, like, the, the parents were like, no, we're just pulling you, like, there's no way, like, they're just so much bigger, bigger, stronger, faster, you're just going to get hurt. So oh, yeah. kudos to your son for sticking with it, though. How, how long have you guys been doing this podcast? Um, yeah, so ju- kind of sorry, Rick usually does this, um, but just kind of a little background. We we've been doing the podcast. We started it, what, back in, I want to say, September 
Um, it was just kind of a, a spur of the moment thing. So we we run some Facebook fan groups, uh, a lot of fun. The members are great. The fan base was awesome. And it was just kind of an idea that Josh actually came up with. He just randomly was like, hey, we should start a podcast, guys. And we were like, ah, oh, you know, let's let's try it. But, you know, we're not really going to invest too much, you know, like hopes and dreams into it. Um and then we started and it was just so well received. Like the fan base has been amazingly supportive. All of you challengers, all stars or flagship challengers have just been incredibly supportive of what we're doing and making yourselves available to us, which is insane because we grew up watching you guys, you know, like for myself, I've been watching since day one. I saw the very first episode of the challenge. I grew up watching, you know, uh, real world and road rules. And so it's just, it's so amazing and surreal. And, you know, to sit here with you guys and get to talk to you and, and get to know you better. Um, and it's, it's a blessing. So, you know, that's, that's a little about us and, you know, again, just thank you. It's, this is amazing. So that's that this this is probably the biggest difference um, for me when I did my last challenge in like what 2000 something and 2004 something 2002 I can't remember and then coming back and then coming back 18 years later like the fan base is I didn't know it was this loyal and like this dope and like that into it and again going back to what I said originally I was just you know, it's a chance for me to travel and do cool stuff. I wasn't, you know, involved as much like with the fans and didn't understand how big the show was. So even like doing you guys' podcast, Tech and Cyrus was like, man, do the fucking podcast. Let's do as many as you can. And Tech said, you guys were cool. And I'm like, man, why not? Like, like just have fun with it, right? Like have fun with all this and like, and embrace it and embrace, you know, Twitter and social media and all of it and everything that comes with it. And it's just so weird to me, but at the same time, like, like take advantage of it and like, you know, be enthralled within it, be engulfed in it. And, you know, I, I do, I will say like, I had, I not only was I not on the shows, I hadn't watched them either. So I had no idea what I was getting into whenever I was going back for the first season of all stars, you know? <laughs> um, and the funniest thing is I wasn't even going to do, all-stars and um you know Buna Maria called me and uh I had ignored the phone call because I was working out and Cyrus calls me right after and just starts wailing into me like what are you doing <laughs> uh, what's wrong with you it's gonna be so awesome what do you have going on in your life right now that's better than what you're doing like uh, Cyrus has only cursed me out twice once when I called him old and then and that was whenever we were in our 20s and this time whenever I wasn't gonna do uh, All Stars won, and I'm glad that he called and cursed me out because it's been such a fun year. Like, so I'm so we. grateful to Mark. I'm so grateful to Mark. So grateful yeah. to the people at Buda Murray. I'm grateful that they asked me back. And it's been a whirlwind this past year for sure. We love having you back because I, I grew up, I saw a few of the challenges, but I was like 16 when that stuff started kind of really taking off. So, when you're 16, you don't watch reality TV. You're on other stuff at that point. But when I was younger, you know, I'd sit there and I'd watch road rules. That was like my thing. I thought it'd be cool to be like in a Winnebago, travel, do different stuff. I thought that was just cool. So I remember watching you on there. But when I met her, she was really into the challenge and she kind of introduced me to it. And I'm a sports fan. And then I started realizing, like watching it with her and seeing a couple seasons, like how similar it is with the fandom. 
to sports, like where people have their favorites and they ride for their favorites. And, you know, and then you get introduced to cast members now with all stars that brings back my sentimental values. Cause like, dude, I grew up watching these guys, you know what I mean? And to see you guys compete, it's uh, dude, we're happy. You took the call. We're, we're happy. Yes. You, you came on the show. We're happy. You came back for all stars too. Uh, because in my opinion, I know some people disagree with me. I think save the palace was the best thing that happened in that. The, what was the other one? The save the salad that came out of that too. Like, salad. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so great. Tech is such a, like a talent, right? Like he's such a talent, like as a, like a producer, film guy, like, he was just, we were just working out. He came up yesterday and we were working out and he's like shooting fitness stuff for me. And it's just, and he's so good. I'm looking at the video. I'm like, dude, you're so much better to me. I'm like, I will train you if you just shoot the videos for me every day. Like he's, yeah. and when he comes up with uh, Save the Palace, it is just, which, which came from, you know, Nehemiah calling us kings and calling us the three kings. And then we just called it the King's Palace. And it was just, for, the, for him to want to do a song about it and like come up with a song and the beat and his effort into it and to see it get such a response. And I have one friend um, who is an artist. Uh, he's not, you know, you know, big time, but he's, you know, you know, a pretty popular rapper in the South, a, a guy named Kevin uh, Kazi. And I told him like when it came out, I was like, dude, so many people are so mad at the song. He was like, listen, Welcome to the rap game, T. Like, if you don't have haters, you're not popping. So yep, expect yep. it. So it's, it's so funny, right? And I don't get nervous. I'm not a nervous person. Like, throw me on top of a building, I'm fine. Let me drive a race car, I'm fine. <laughs> Let me bungee jump, I'm fine. Being on the mic in the studio, I was shook, dude. It took me <laughs> so it took me so many takes. I'd never done that before, right? Yeah, I'd never, yeah. I've, you know, I've watched Kevin do it. But I'd never done it before. I was, man, I was shook. I was nervous as shit. Like, and Tech is like, like, Tech was like, LT, give us some flavor, man. Like, what? Like, stop being so stiff. I was like, oh, I, I need more Modellos. More Modellos, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep them coming right now. Just keep yeah. All right, so. Little, little liquid courage. Are. So you have, you have the three sons, right? And they're all yeah. under, like, 13, right? They're all little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got 10, 8, and 3. So yeah. they, yes. they, they yeah. keep us. Yeah. They keep us busy, man. Oh, we got, yeah. Like I said, sports for one, art, all that other stuff for the oldest. And then the youngest one, man, it's everything cars, race cars, you know. Nice, nice. Yeah, because so, you showed me the Hot Wheels thing that you yeah. did for Christmas. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I, I tell Karina it's for the kids, but really it's just I'm reliving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your, your poor wife, all that testosterone. Oh, I'm, you know. I need to send you some flowers. Like she puts up with so much bullshit and I, I can, I commend her for it. And like, but it's funny. Like we went, we were getting a dog and I was like, so what kind of dog should we get? Should we get like a boy dog or do you want a girl dog? She's like, no nah, man, fuck that. We're getting a girl dog. Like there's way too much in here. <laughs> we don't need another dude in this house. No, that's so funny, man. That is so funny. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I'm, I'll be 45 this year, so the likelihood of me having kids is pretty slim. But I really, I, I feel you. Like I would love. I was so, I was a nanny. I was a male nanny for a long, for a long time. I was a, a I was Sophia Richie's nanny, 
right? I don't know if you heard of her. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, Sophia and Miles. And she was, I mean, they were awesome as kids and it was great. It was, I mean, you know, I handled homework and all that stuff, but it was a lot of fun just being a child for eight to 10 hours a day. Right. You know, like, you know, yeah. to see them all grown up now and like see them doing really well and like her little friends that are actresses and actors, but when they were kids, it was all jumping in pools and Nerf guns and sports. And I coached their teams and it, it was, I mean, I, there was no point in me showing up to work in jeans because I knew I was going to be sweating in the first half an hour I was there between oh, yeah. hide and seek and baseball and bike rides. So, you know, I mean, I know raising kids is way harder than that because you get, you don't get to go home at the end of the day and leave them with someone else. <laughs> but it's still the fun of having three boys and Nerf guns. That has to be super fun. That has oh, to be super yeah. Fun. Yeah. I mean, look, like it's I, I can't think of anything more joyous. I know we're going way off subject here, but like I think the part that really kicked it in is a couple different things. When the oldest first started playing, he wanted to try out for flag football. And he tried out and he did it and it wasn't his thing. Like I could tell right away, like it just wasn't his thing, but he like talked to me about it. And I was like, look, if you don't want to ever do it again, you don't have to, you tried it. Right. And that's all that matters, but you're not going to quit mid season. You're going to play through and you're going to finish your commitment. Right. But in the way he, he agreed to that and still put his best effort forward every time. Like that's something that just hit me. It was like, okay, we're, we're doing something right here. And then with the middle one, it's, um, you know, watching him grow from being this, you know, the the baby that he was to the kid he is now and how rambunctious and just 100% boy is. And then yep. this new one, it's like the perfect medium, uh, the third one, <laughs> uh, where he's half and half. And we come, like, I'll come home and the smile he gets on his face. And it's just like, damn, you know what I mean? There you go. You yeah, know what I mean? That, yeah, there you go. That's something that's special the about the youngest. So that's, there's, so with the, with the challenge, with, one of the things I think that makes these all-stars like uh, a little bit better than, you know, what it was years ago is that you do have parents on there, right? Like, so it forces you to mature, to mature, right? It forces you to be an adult. And, you know, we're talking about save the salad. Ayana has three kids, right? And you can see that she, that they changed her, right? Like she's, you know, responsible and she's a mom and like, you know, and just things are different. And like, I, I tip my hat to all the parents that, you know, sacrifice time with like their kids to come do the show. Like, you know, cause it would eat at them. And, and like the moms, especially like, you know, see Kendall with her three boys and, you know, you can tell that she's a loving mom and, oh, yeah. you know, to be that far away from them for that long, like that's a mental thing that I didn't have to deal with for you know, and I, I would watch them and like, you guys don't get to see, but you know, get to see these people sort of break down missing their families and it sort of breaks your heart, right? Because you can't do anything about it other than just like try to be there for them. And like, you know, getting a 10 minute phone call once a week, you know, is obviously not sufficient for someone who has, you know, three kids, three boys, right. Or who has a family home, who has, you know, a husband and responsibilities at home or a wife and responsibilities at home, but you can see the difference in the cast and maturity levels. And I think a lot has to do with, people are parents and like their priorities are different. And, you know, and it's, is it, I think it actually added to the show and added to the dynamic of the show, because a lot of the fans are like you guys with families and can relate. So, you know, you get to see Kendall in one of the episodes talk about, 
uh, one of her kids being an inspiration for her executing the challenge. And I think that sort of thing resonates with the rest of the country, with people that, you know, we are older, right? Like, like the fan base is older, right? And yep. it's, it's all about relatability. You know? Like, sorry, your, your wife's name is Katrina, right? She, like, she's, she, you know, she said so she started watching old rules a long time ago. I'm pretty sure she has a different perspective now with a family and three kids, well, four boys in a house, but you have a different perspective. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think that adds to the show dynamic for sure. Oh, absolutely. Cause, yeah. cause it's, we've all grown together. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like I still watch the main show, the flagship show, and it's a different flavor because all those people are 27 you know 26 you know what i mean so it's like yeah i look at them now i'm like damn kids those, those are babies <laughs> over there you know what i mean babies yeah. babies and then getting to see some of them um from the flagship show like like when we have um like there, there's a party or something right like we had a, a viewing party for season two season one and season two so mm-hmm. getting to see like the people from the flagship show and literally like they're calling me og and uncle and stuff and i'm like First of all, I'm not that much older than you, but then you look at him like, yeah, holy shit, I could be your uncle, right? Right. Like, I'm okay, yeah. call me Uncle Uncle Lutarian. Not in a creepy way, but call me Uncle Lutarian. Like, yeah, I'm I'm 10, 15 years your senior. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, when you think about it, like, you know, there's Cyrus and then there's Mark, Tech, and then there's me. I'm definitely one of the older people on, you know, on these on these two casts, on these two seasons. Right. And like, I didn't even think about it that way. It had me looking for grays in my beard and everything. Right? So. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and you are the same age. <laughs> Wait, are we the same age? Are we, are we, are I'm, 44, I'm 44. Okay. Okay. Do you have any grays yet? Because I'm looking like every day yep. now. <laughs> every day. Uh, every yeah. day. I can't say shit, man. I'm, I'm younger than both y'all, and I got a shit ton of grays in my hair. Yeah. Well, Children. beard hair. It's the kids. The kids do this. That's what. Yes. Yeah, I do. About about six years ago, I remember looking. I had one. I was like, nope, right away. <laughs> and now I just look, and I'm like, bro, if I did that now, I'd just have a patch everywhere. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, up I until yesterday, until yesterday, I had a full, like, full, like, month of growth. Um, the the woman that I've been seeing, she likes facial hair but then i have stuff i need to do i need to look like as my grandmother would say look like you're somebody so i shaved it off yesterday like you know let me look let me get clean you know I'll do you guys this podcast let me look clean let me you know get dapper a little bit mm-hmm. but you know before that every day i'm like looking to see if i have any grades but it, it, it does it meant it the being more mature uh being older it adds to the show and then my favorite thing for the first two seasons, speaking of age, is the music, the nostalgia of the music, uh, right? So uh, they, that's what they're, that's what, what like, like throws you in, what gets you in, right? Like this, man, when I first did these shows, like I'm a big mob deep, I'm a big East Coast, Queens rap music, right? And they would never, in the fir- in my first of my, my, my challenges in 2000 and 99, they would never play mob deep i was begging them and the very first episode of challenge all stars 2 they play shook ones by mob deep and let me tell yeah. you tech, tech calls me at 145 in the morning and he's like t you have to turn it on you're not going to believe what they play and i could not believe it right and it's funny <laughs> because 
that's like my go-to song and all the cast, like all the men anyway, know that that's like my go-to song. Like that's when I'm humming to myself when I'm going into elimination. That's what I'm like, if it's going to be a physical challenge, like I'm singing Mob Deep Shook Ones part two in my head. Like that's my thing. And I think yeah. Nehemiah had told production and they pulled that out. And like, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely watching. I mean, I'm watching anyway, but I'm going to watch it. You're going to play Mob Deep. Going to play all these older songs, and just like it's just, I, it 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 engulfs you into the season. Oh yeah, it it transports you right back. And you know that actually answered one of my questions because one of the questions we have is like, if you're about to go into a physical elimination, you got what song that's going to get you hyped up? What is it? So I'm I'm taking it. Shook ones, right? It shook ones. My Mob Deep, and that's yeah. like like this. Um, so when I did my elimination, the pole wrestle with Tyler. The guys like don't get this because obviously you can't see everything, but like, you know, there's, there's so much time into in between like knowing what you have to do and then like actually doing it. So like, I don't want to get over hype and then like burn myself out before I even put my hand on a pole. Right. But Nehemiah could tell I wasn't there mentally. And then Nehemiah starts singing, rapping and shook ones and tech starts rapping shook ones. And then I just, transform into this mental space where it's i mean i'm not very proud of how i looked or wrestle like i look like i'm out of control like i'm not but i'm just amped right like they just amped me up but that's what i sing to myself like some sort of mob deep or maybe an old jay-z song but it's definitely mob deep that gets gets me super hype and like turns me into this freaking animal look i think I think once you've played competitive sports, especially contact sports, whether it's hockey, football, even soccer to a degree at a high level, because there is contact in there. Contact. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You, you have to, you have to put aside that, that domesticated person, that PC person. And that has to be put aside. Cause if you step into an arena and you're doing pole wrestle, you're doing hall brawl, you're playing football, anything like that you're you're going to lose if you don't put that aside and just come in as hyped and as savage and i hate to say it this way but you know inside you're telling yourself i'm gonna rip this dude's fucking head off oh you know oh for sure you have you know you have to be in a a pole wrestle like like you have to be like i know that there's other things other eliminations and challenges that are more mental and Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i I have a degree in biology and chemistry right from jabwell so i'm not a dumb guy right but when it comes to just something that's just brutal, right? When it's just yeah. like man versus man and like you you have to be hype and like you have to keep in mind something, right? Like it's I've been thinking about this all day and days before leading up to it and knowing that, you know, I'm going to have to go against like someone as big and as a, a, imposing as Tyler, like I can't be soft, right? Like yeah, I can't yeah. be, this guy can't be my friend, right? Like it's, like we'll be friends afterwards and we, you know, hug and love each other right after, but going into it, you have to get this mindset of I'm going to rip this person apart or they're going to do the same for you. Like they're going to do it to you. And then, and then like, for me, like, you know, if I were to lose something like that, right. Like heaven forbid, knock on wood, like I have to face my friends. I have to face my family. I have to walk the street. And like, and for me, it's something different, like losing and, you know, one of these games, you know, putting together a puzzle and jumping from here to there. Okay, you lose, right? Whatever. But to lose and just straight brute strength for a person like me who works out all the time, that would be completely embarrassing. 
Like it just really would be. Like it just would be embarrassing. Yeah. And it, I, I still remember, I still remember losing to Mario Brandon in high school against North Gaston in football. Like I still remember letting, you know, a, you know, a, a pitch down the middle go, you know, whenever I'm in a baseball tournament. Like I don't remember the home runs. I don't remember the touchdowns. I remember the losing. So for me, like I have to have a different mindset when it comes to like these physical competitions and these physical eliminations because it's going to eat at me, right? Like yeah. it eats at me mm-hmm. that I lost to Mark in season one. Like that shit eats at me. Like I literally would have dreams and nightmares about losing. And like, so I, like it's, it's I, I know that's, I have to like, I need therapy or something, but like it's, <laughs> no. like, you, like it's, it's, I just don't losing like in situations like that. So yeah. It's pride. It's it's well. It's it's not only that. I think I think it's pride, and it's also, I think everybody motivates themselves in different ways, right? Like some person, some people, like Michael Jordan, for instance, he needed someone to he needed a slight. He needed someone yes. to think badly about him in order for him to give his all. And if there, even if it wasn't there, he would make it up to happen. You know, yep. so everybody yep. motivates them themselves different ways, right? You know, and I think that's just. I mean, kind of from the outside looking in, and obviously I don't, Latarian, we met 34 minutes ago, you know, so I don't really know <laughs> you, but that's, that's my interpretation of it. And like, there's, you know, there's been a big discussion because it, mostly amongst the fans, and uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but I know Tyler got injured after the pole wrestle, right? And yeah. I don't think it was because by any means that you're trying to hurt someone you're trying to win there is a difference and that is a physical competition it's no different than when someone gets injured in a hall brawl because they are hitting each other at a full fucking run like shit happens like that i think it's more along the lines of that they need to kind of go take a step back in the rules if they want to eliminate people from getting hurt which is right you have to be on but it's impossible but it's impossible right like it's, it's it is impossible to to be in a, an elimination like that yeah. and come out unscathed. Like, exactly. Like you, like, because you don't want to hurt anybody. I didn't know. I, I, it's a difference between, okay, when I'm like, oh, I want to break him in half. I mean, I want to win. I'm not yeah. like, oh, I'm, I want, I want him physically injured and have to go to the hospital. That's not right. what I want at all. No. Like, by, by any means, because I, let's, let's just be honest with you. Like, I mean, I'm not a little guy either. So, mm-hmm. like, I could have put, my entire body weight on, on uh, Ace or on Tyler whenever, like, I'm picking them up, right? But I honestly think not to drop my whole body weight because I'm not trying to, like, injure exactly. them. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I'm yes. not, like, so, like, it, like, so there is, like, even though it looks like you have no self-control, there is some self-control with us while we're in it, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm there and, like, I could jump up and just land on somebody's head or their ribs and, like, I don't, you know, like, no, I exactly. don't, like, yeah. it's just, yeah. And then when it came to, to like, Ace, I was all into, like, hey, kumbaya, let's just get it out of each other's hands. And he wrapped his leg around the pole and kicked me in the face. Kicked me in the fucking face. Yeah. That no, made no. me, that, that, that made me turn something different. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You kick me in the face. Now, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, so, you know, and it, look, man. There, I'm not the biggest monster in the challenges. They're far bigger, you know, monsters than me. And I just happen to get Tyler and Ace on good days for me, right? So, like, 
there's things that I lose at. There's things I'm good at, things I'm not so good at. But those two eliminations for me, I just happened to be, you know, good at them. And I turned into a monster then and was able to come out with a W. But by no, by no means do I ever trying to hurt anyone because no. I'm outside of the show, you know, DM Ace. So Tyler got mad at me for something a couple of weeks ago. I text and would talk to Tyler. Like I've seen them. I've like, I saw Tyler not too long ago. He came to LA and we hung out pretty much all day. Tech, Tina and Tyler and myself just eating by the pool, drinking by the pool and just having a good time. Like we're yeah. friends, you know? Oh, yeah. So like, I you don't want to hurt your friends. You know, no. like you don't want to hurt your by by any means. But if but going back to like what we talked about earlier, like if I'm playing against somebody I know. Like if I I know I'm playing against someone I know in a football game, I'm not going to just let them score a touchdown. I'm only like I'm going to hit them, and then we can be friends afterwards. You know, exactly. so right. Yeah, I think I think it's it's exactly what you're saying, and it's also the fact that it could have been very easy the other way around, especially in that Tyler matchup that you could have got injured, right? Like, cause Tyler's not a small guy right. and Tyler's no. a strong guy too. I mean, there's a reason that the dudes won two championships. Right. And, yep. and I think if it were the other way around, it's, it's, or even if it wasn't, you guys both step in knowing that there is a chance that someone can get injured doing anything by running down a hill. They can twist their knee, right? You're putting two men in a pole wrestle. It, something might happen. I think his wrist, I think that was more about the, that fucked up pole they gave you guys to wrestle over instead of just a normal one. You know I what I mean? Weird. And, and I think his, and I think I, that's, I think he breaks his wrist um, a little easier, but I think because of a, a, a hockey injury whenever he was like younger. So mm-hmm. like, I think his, 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 his wrist sort of snaps like under pressure like that. Sometimes like it's, it's a, like a chronic injury that keeps reoccurring. For him, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm just out there. I'm just like no. this this monster of a man that's just, oh, I'm just. Br-. No, I think his his, his he has it, something from a previous injury, but yeah, he could have very easily broken me, right? Like oh, he, yeah. like yeah. what well, you know, like easily because he. I mean, he grew up playing hockey. He's a fucking monster. He he he's taken out uh, uh bananas. He's held CT to uh, a draw. Like he's a monster. And so for me, knowing that, like I'm still. Keep in mind, it's All-Stars 2, okay, so it's the second challenge I've done in 18 years. So I'm still getting my bearings, right? So, like, when I see Tyler and Brad, guys I never met before, and I'm looking at them, because all the, everybody sizes each other up, right? Like, you walk yeah. in the house, everybody sizes each other up. And in the house, what wanted to go against Tyler? Everybody was like, Tyler's a monster. He should, like, he walks around barefoot. He walks around heavy like an elephant, like you can just tell like these, he's just solid. So like, I'm going at him like, yo, he outweighs me by 30 pounds. He's a monster. Like I'm going to have to give it everything that I have just to win. And when I find out that he's hurt, like, you know, breaks my heart. Honestly, Absolutely. it really does. I'm not like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I broke his wrist and broke no. his ribs. No, fuck that. Like, that's not how I am. Like, I'm not even like gloating about winning. I'm just like, Hey, I got to stay. Thank the Lord. Right. Like, right. and it's, and then like, and even just like feeling fortunate because I felt really bad for Kahuta, uh, you know, a couple weeks later that he had to leave because Casey was pregnant, right? Like, and I'm like, oh, I'm so fortunate that I didn't have to leave whenever Kendall had to leave, right? So like, yeah. it's like, I can speak for myself and I can speak for like people like Tech and, and Cyrus and Nehemiah and pretty much for most of the guys 
that do this, especially since we're older and more mature, no one's out there trying to hurt anyone. And no one's out there trying to embarrass anyone. Everyone's just wanting to stay and make it to the end with a chance to win. That's exactly. it. Yeah. It's $500,000. And you know what? Tex said something and it stuck with me. He said, yep. everybody on the flagship show has something to prove. Everybody on All-Stars 2 or All-Stars has something to lose. They got stuff back behind. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody's trying to make a name for themselves like that. They're trying to get to the end and make some money, you know, to for the family, for the family or know, for yourself whatever. or your business. Or, yeah. you know, you're trying to make that money. It's nobody's out there trying to get hurt. And I think it's. It's good that we've touched on this because I think a lot of people forget, like, there's a lot of competitive nature that goes into this. And majority of the men that are in the challenge have played some form of high level sports, competitive sports, yep. you know, and they're all monsters. You know what I mean? When yep. they get yes. in there. With that yes. being said, one of the fan questions was, would you please come to the flagship show and slam Fessy around? <laughs> <laughs> What I keep seeing that, like, hey, look, man, whenever the first uh, season started, All-Stars started, I had 17 Twitter followers and like 800 Instagram followers. It's never really been my thing. Now I'm up to like 3,000 Twitter followers and eight, almost 8,000 Instagram followers, right? So yeah. it's growing. So I'm into it more. And I keep seeing this, Fessy, Fessy, Fessy. <laughs> you have to keep in mind, I'm not trying to be a dick when I say this. I don't know him. Yeah. So I'd, I've watched 10 minutes of the flagship show. Right. right. Like it's like so I'm trying to figure out what the issue is, like what people don't like him, like what's the what's <laughs> no. the deal? I, he's a big he's a and he's a big boy. He's oh, a monster, yeah, he's so he's a very he's a big, big boy. boy. So, he's a very big boy. He's just he's he's very into himself. Um and he's been several times has, you know, made comments like, you know, I can beat there's nobody in the history of the challenge who could ever beat me in a physical elimination. You know, makes oh. yeah. And yeah. well, so the works. fans don't like that. He excluded one. He person. did exclude CT. He, he said, except CT, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Which I think that that's, well, that's definitely not his only issue. Season. Yeah. <laughs> one CT is not as even his biggest issue. In well, my opinion. And, and, and dude is a big guy. Don't get me wrong. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to disparage him by saying anything like terrible. I mean, the guy's an athlete. He's six, six. He went to division one school. But with that being said, like you're not, a big fish in a little tank anymore on the challenge you're in with the sharks yeah, like, and yeah. everybody can bang you know like it's not the flagship when you're talking about anybody in the history of the challenge like you don't want to go against Latarian in a pole wrestle you don't no. want to go against you know ct in a balls in or a go against uh alton in you anything know some, climbing anything climbing, climbing. anything climbing yeah like, and that's the thing. And by the way, I just rewatched that this morning, that elimination, bro. And I think the gloves fucked you up on that. The one against uh, all. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. On they gauntlet. got wet and then yeah. on gauntlet, they got wet and now I could not get up at all. Again, again, shit that eats at me. That's what I had to live with for 18 fucking years. So whenever I'm going, I just don't like to lose. I don't give yeah. a shit if it's, it's badminton and I'm going against my seven-year-old niece. Like, I might let her win at the, at the very last. I'm going to dominate her until like, okay, you can have this win just so you don't cry to your, my, my sister. But like, I don't like to lose, period. But like, yeah, the gloves, when I got in the water, the gloves were super slick. But I'm not beating him in anything climbing anyway. Like, I'm just oh, not. Yeah. I but, don't know if anybody is. But you you mentioned balls in and you mentioned all brawl. I never, ever, ever want to go into eliminate an elimination ever again. But Lord Jesus, if I am ever in one, I don't give a shit who was against. 
let me get hall brawl lord please let me get hall brawl like that's the one like that one that one or or balls in that one or balls in either of those two either of those two because like I, though they weren't doing eliminations like that whenever I was doing it back in 2003 or whatever. Nah, so like yeah. it's th- those, I, I never want to do another elimination and Lord, I would like to keep all of my brain cells. I, but if I'm going to go into an elimination balls in or hall brawl, like, Oh my God. Like we, you don't get to see it. We got, <laughs> I got into an argument with, um with uh one of the other people uh, with, with Brad on the show. We were having, a back and forth before we got to know each other, right? We're having a back and forth. And I'm like, dude, I'll any elimination, any day, balls in, hall brawl, pull it, name it. Like it's like, let's go. Like it stuff like that. Like that just I'm actually getting a little bit of chills here thinking about like getting to do one of those. And I don't give a shit who I go against. There's no, like I look, I respect and I know that CT is the man. I don't even have to watch the classic show to know everybody is shook by CT from what they told me. And I know he's a monster. I know that he's the man. But at the same time, I'm not afraid of any fucking body. Here, like, I, I, yeah. I'm like, I'm not afraid of anybody. Like, I don't, like, I don't care. I'll go against anybody and anything any day of the week. And that's oh, yeah. just who I, who I am. And I think that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning about like playing sports gives you a different mentality playing hockey, playing football, playing contact sports, like that, like there's no one on the planet that will make me shiver in my boots. Not any, like none, none. I mean, hell, I went to college with Julius Peppers. That's a big boy. You're not oh, yeah. going to go. And I played pickup basketball against him. You're not going to, Vince Carter and Antoine Jameson were my years at Carolina. No. Like, you know, you're like, you're guarding those guys in a pickup game. Of course they're beating you. Of course they're dunking on you. But you're not gonna like sit on the sideline because you're no, afraid you of them. Yeah. No. No. Forget that. And, and, yeah, so I, I would be I'd be missed if I didn't say I am so happy to hear you bring up Vince Carter, man. That's like my favorite basketball player all time. Been watching him since I was like 13, doing the dunk <laughs> competition. Yeah, the dunk you know. competition. Bro, and the uh, fact that he's still playing. Yes. And then okay, so uh, for Cyrus's 50th birthday, see, he won't wear it and show it to you online because his girlfriend, his fiance, I went to Kansas and she's a big Kansas fan. But I got Cyrus, a, uh, I got Cyrus a vintage uh, Vince Carter jersey, had it flown in from campus. I got him that for his 50th. Jersey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. So cool. Well, look, I mean, yeah. let's, I'm just going to kind of jump off the deep end real quick. There's there's no other school in college basketball that competes with North Carolina and the stars that they've had come through there. If you really look at it, there's no one. Yeah. Especially yeah, translating and it's, success to the NBA. Especially translating success to the NBA and like being, and then like, so it makes the brand like bigger so like I've, I've been in france or i've been in in south africa and seeing that nc logo right like mm-hmm. and it just makes the logo and like you know i try to explain to people you know what it's like to be on campus or be at, at Char hill and what it does and what it means to like watch a game and it was great because one of the challenge manias a, a girl that runs another podcast she was there but she's from chapel hill and she was able to explain to like melinda and some of the other cast members like no he's not crazy this is just how it is mm-hmm. in chapel hill like that's who we are and it's it's really funny like it's such a difference in like production on the show uh back then and now 
because like we couldn't we weren't allowed to talk to production back then at all like there was a fourth wall and in season one we were filming during the duke carolina game and like people from production are like giving me the scores on the side. They're like, they're like, they're like, it's like five minutes left is, you know, it was 65, 64 Carolina. And like, it is so fun. It's so different with like guys that like some of the production, like understood, like one of the directors, he was a, a ball player that went to Bradley and he understood how big of a deal it was. And they would like, you know, to pull me to the side, but like, yo, LT, uh, Carolina's second in the ACC right now. Cause you're gone for, six to eight weeks and you I you know I had no idea what the hell was going on with sports no yeah. idea what's going on with Montario. Hills so but like yeah that's like it it we have, I have such pride in my school and being and if you notice um uh in the first two seasons well uh, in the in the in the challenge all-stars too I'm wearing a Carolina blue wristband and it says Chapel Hill versus all y'all and like that's like one of our our our, our things and like and for me, that's like what it feels like. I'm a Carolina grad. I'm against everybody else in here, and I'm not afraid. And that's one of our sayings. It's on a shirt. It's on wristband, Chapel Hill versus all y'all. That and the ceiling is a roof. Whatever Jordan said that during his one of his speeches or something. But, yeah, it's, it's such a big deal for us. It is a huge deal for us. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, and, I was going to say the only, the, like, the only real equivalent I can think of is like maybe a, a couple different college football schools like alabama or Bama, georgia just like football in texas it's football like a texas. way football of life texas. you know it's yeah. just a way of life it, down there and then like the sounds big like schools, it's the same like, yeah like michigan uh ohio state michigan where, fan base ohio yeah, yeah you know those people are it, crazy it's just <laughs> on a different level that you don't see in professional sports at all it just never at all so yes so yeah no um actually i i i was actually gonna try to sneak this in earlier um before we got off on the um on the sports direction but it kind of fits in still um so kind of rewinding a little bit back to your real world days really quick um you had you had an alter ego on real world sorry yes yeah. on road rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. had an alter ego and i'm just kind of wondering so now that you're older and you're back on the show is that kind of still a, do you still make that separation or has your alter ego kind of become part of just who you are every day you know what i think it is i you know what i think it is when I, and even when i said alter ego like i was raised in a very strict southern black household so i'm very much a yes ma'am no ma'am you know I, I, I wear, uh, you know, I dress, you know, more like a prep than anything. But then obviously when I was, we talk about our music, I love like mob deep, like hard gangster rap music. And it's not necessarily an alter ego. I think it's parts of my personality that, you know, that I suppress in my day to day because I am 220 pounds. I'm not trying to scare my neighbor. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. so not anything other than like other than like like okay i'll give you an example I'll give you an example i was in the gym and i'm listening to mob d and i have my headphones in and i'm rapping the lyrics to myself and this you know, older white guy comes up to me and he apologizes and he's so afraid and he's like i didn't mean to do that and i'm like what are you talking about and it's the lyrics that i was saying you know about shooting people and drugs and yada 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 and he literally thought that I was saying that to him. I'm like, no, 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 it's the song. So it's yeah. not necessarily an, an alter ego. It's more about like what I suppress 
so that I don't scare somebody next to me. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like you have to keep things in in perspective. Like I'm a really good, nice and gentle man, right? But if you're going to put me if I'm in the gym and it's leg day, I'm going to blank out, right? Like I'm just yeah. in. Like I'm right. or if I'm in in so like or or, or in elimination. Bit, and that's what I was going to say, in an elimination or let's be let's be real here. I don't know how many of you guys have been in in a physical fist fight, like mm-hmm. I'm a really nice guy, but you hit me in the face, then I have to change up, right? Like it's, and it, it, it is, it's just like, like I, th- I think my mother is the same way. My mother is very much, you know, well put together, right? Like she is, is, is very much Claire Huxtable, right? Brilliant woman, super, you know, hair's always put together, but my mom takes her boxing class my mom is a monster. Like she's a monster. No, no, like no doubt. Like, like my mom came home from the gym when I was home for Christmas last year, she came home from the gym and she's still hype. And I looked at her and I just got in the car and left. I was like, I can't be around you. Like she's, it's the same thing. So it's not necessarily an alter ego. It's just like what you suppress in your day to day. So I don't get arrested. Right. Yeah. Like, so I don't scare people. You know, like, yeah, and then also too, to let's just keep it really raw with you. Like not knowing how they were going to cast or what they were going to cast. Me saying I have an alter ego was sort of playing into it, right? Like mm-hmm. not knowing, like, like, cause my, my, my friends were, when they were telling me to go audition for this and telling me what to say and what to do, you know, they're like, yo, they're black men hook up with a lot of girls and they're this. So I was like, dude, I honestly, before the the my first uh, original road rules, I literally had just lost my virginity recently, right? But like I told them, yo, I have girls coming in and out of the house all the time, like oh, yeah. and you know, sort of sort of played into it. So it's not necessarily an alter ego; it's more so what I suppress during the day, so that you, so that I'm not arrested, so that I don't scare people, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's it's. It's that part of your personality that that is it's close to like, I don't know, like I almost want to say like your animal brain, right? Like we all have it. Yes. It's, it's that part that comes out during competition. It's that part that comes out, like you said, during a fist fight. Um, yes. If you're trying to get noticed, it comes out. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and I'm the same way. Like I'm a I'm a very different person when I'm on my nine to five compared to when <laughs> I'm with my friends and I'm talking shit. It's like your customer service voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Voice. No, yeah. I mean, the trouble. <laughs> or if you're on the phone driving home from work. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh hears me. Josh hears me when people uh, people piss me off. I'm like, come on, man, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. <laughs> but then, like, I'm at work. I'm like, yeah, no, I'd be, I'd be more than happy to help you. You right. know, so it's, you know, we all have different masks. <laughs> yes, like, uh, my sister is so articulate and 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 she's a smart girl. But like, I'm from the south. So they hear her talk to me and talk to my mom, and then they hear her get on the phone with one of her clients. It is night and day. I'm yep. like, wait, who are you? Like, who are you right now? Like, yeah. what, what is that voice inflection? Like, right. who are you? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, every you know? time I'm at work, the voice goes up just a little bit. Just, that, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but you're right, though. It is about um, uh, maturity. It is also about maturity and self-control and, like, you know, I like, believe me, a couple of times, because you're stuck in this house, 
for so long and you don't have, you know, TVs or phones, you're not talking to family or anything. There were a couple of times I've definitely wanted to punch somebody in the face and you can't, right? Or right. you even want to say it or you want to say it, right? Or like, like, okay, uh, Nehemiah and I, that's one of my closest friends from the challenge now. But the first couple of weeks in the house of All Stars 1, I thought I was going to smack Nehemiah in the mouth. Right. Yeah. But you can't you can't say that you can't yeah. be that way. Right. Like you like you have to be cognizant. I have to be like, my mom is going to watch this or people are going to watch, you know, so like <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's about b- being mature and suppressing certain parts of your personality and ego and things of that nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And kind of getting back into the challenge, man, um, like and I want to say this first and foremost, no, no offense to Jasmine, because I think the leaps that Jasmine made from when she was on the flagship show quite a few years ago to what she did with you as far as facing her fears uh, and the type of partner you were with her. I think you were oh, the perfect yeah. partner for Jasmine because you pushed her the right way. Right. You were supportive, but you yeah. still pushed her. I feel like if you and Kendall end up staying together, she doesn't get hurt. I feel like you guys make the final. I don't know if Melinda oh. and Nehemiah beat you guys in that elimination. Well, I don't know about the elimination because there was, I mean, there's some other stuff that I can't really discuss that happened during the elimination. Like, uh, well, you actually saw it. It looked like uh, yeah. there was a lot more sand coming out in my in, in my thing than in and theirs. But it doesn't matter because uh, Melinda and Nehemiah are, they are a formidable team. They oh, are absolutely. two, yeah. So I'm not saying that, I, that we would have beat them in that elimination. I know in that daily though, in that daily, we wouldn't have come in last. No way no. in hell. No, because no. and that's we we. I think that Kendall and I would have done so much better in that daily, right? So we would have never even gone into elimination, right? Right. So then yeah. we would that 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 is that stuff. So and then I'm not going to. Uh, I from I didn't know Jasmine until uh, uh, this challenge, and I knew she was having a hard time. Like again, with like missing family and her kids, and like w- what is the point? what is the point of I've never beaten any of my teammates up in any sport. I've always been a supportive leader, a supportive teammate. I've never understood. I had to go, I went back and watched some of the old shows and sort of prepare myself. And I never understood how these men are able to talk to some of these women this way. And like, just because they can't do something and like just to berate them and like, talk to them so disrespectfully and like for me like i would always be like and and when we got to the first challenge all-stars like the men we came together as a collective and was like we're not having that we're not having any of that putting women down or uh, making them feel less than like we're not gonna do that like that's like and it was like it was like a contingent mark myself like well you're gonna answer to uh, answer to one of us right if you're gonna do that like if you want to pick on a kendall then you're going to have to answer to me, right? Exactly. Like that's not, that's, that's not how this is going to go down. I, I love it. I love it. And yeah. you really are. You're, you're such an incredible <clears throat> partner to have in that type of situation. Uh, you know, like Rick was saying earlier, you push your partner, but in a very supportive type of way, um, you know, and it's, it should be inspiring to the other people on the show, which kind of brings me to the next thing that I wanted to touch on a little bit is I had read an interview that you had done. Um, I want to say it was right before all stars two, And you kind of hinted towards the fact that maybe this might, that all stars two might be the end of it for you. And so now I'm wondering after filming all stars two, 
are you still kind of feeling done with the reality thing or is there a possibility we might see you in the future? Uh, you'll see me in the future. Yes. You'll, I, yeah, you'll see, you'll see me in the future, right? Like you, like you will, like, uh, like, um, I mean, Tech and I were training really hard yesterday, right? And, and that's the whole thing. We're like running up this hill yesterday. I live like in the mountains in Calabasas. So we're like, like old school Walter Payton training and going up the hills. And, uh, and I'm, uh, we're like, we're preparing for the next season, right? We're preparing for the, like, you know, if they ask us back and like, you know, and just kept, keep, it was funny because we we're picturing ourselves like in the final and like legs cramping and like we kept pushing and it was just, it's so, yeah, I, I feel like I have unfinished business. Uh, you guys will see, you'll see me in the future. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. great to know. The fans are, like we said earlier, fans are loving having you back, um, you know, on the screen again. And, you know, and I think it's, you add a really, really good dynamic to the show. Um, like I said, especially in the way that you treat your partners, the competition level that you add to the show um, just really heightens everything. So we really have loved having you back on. One last thing that we always like to ask everybody is if there's anything that you kind of have going on um, that you're working on, any businesses that you're, you know, working on building, anything like that that you want the fan base to know about? Oh, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm a fitness person as always. Uh, so this past year, I've uh, transitioned from doing fitness one on one to like of just online stuff. So, you know, Latarian's workouts, like I just send people workouts and help them with their fitness and being that like, like the past five years, uh, instead of just training athletes, cause usually at this time I'm helping people like prepare for like the NBA, the NFL combine or mm -hmm. uh, going off to school and but the past five years, I've been focused morely on people that uh, are overweight and obese. And then so, but, but then like quote unquote normal people. So not just pro athletes. So I've just been helping people online with the fitness stuff. So it's not necessarily like promoting myself, but like if anybody out there has any questions or want to know how I train or just have any questions, I'm just there for you. Right. Shoot me a DM. I'm pretty good about getting back to people and like, I'm just about like helping people along with their fitness journey. Right. Like that's just like, that's just who I am. Like the person I'm meeting now, like, we're not working out together. She just, I've helped her lose like 60 pounds. I've helped her lose 40 pounds different times. So, so like we're, we're, you know, I'm just going to go help her right now. So that's just where I am. It's not even about promoting the business, but like if anybody out there has any questions or, you know, you're just getting started with the year or, you know, with your fitness stuff, you're having trouble getting back into it. Like, let me help motivate you. Let me help give you a practical program to, you know, get a, to the your peak physical condition right like like i see all the diet fads and yada 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 but look i love reese's cups and i love tequila so i have to you know you you it's a practical way to to go at this right yeah. like yeah you know like it's it's not oh i'm just gonna be just keto or i'm just gonna do this no man like i'm going to eat junk food while i watch these playoffs today right like yeah. i just am and that's just yeah. being practical right like I can't wait to get to the bar and have some fries and this freaking French dip sandwich. Right. <laughs> but like, it's, so I'm just trying to provide people an alternative and like, cause a lot of people, if they mess up with their fitness or their diet, like they get down on themselves and it, it starts this downward spiral. And I'm here to like teach and let people know that it's an ebb and flow, right? Like you're, you're, you know, you might lose five pounds and gain back three, 
okay, right. so whatever. Like you're not being paid to go out and, you know, run a ball. Like, so let's, you know, don't be so hard on yourself and let's just get back on it. You know? Right. No, I so, love it. I yeah. love it. And I, yeah. I think that's great too, because honestly, one of the biggest questions that we do um, get from like the fan base and stuff that I've noticed, especially with uh, gym and fitness and health focused people like yourself is the fans always want to know like what your guys's diets are, what your workout routines are. So I think it's great that you're doing that. We will definitely link all of your um, profiles and stuff like your Instagram and stuff down in the description. So if anybody wants to reach out and check out Latarian's, you know, workout program or um, fitness tips, anything like that, all that information will be down below. I got one real quick question for you before we let you go on that, on the fitness tip. Are you the one that helped Cyrus get in shape? You know, I really wish that I could say that, but no. Nope. Cyrus, great. Cyrus, Cyrus's girl, man. Cyrus's girl with his diet. Cyrus, Cyrus's girlfriend is like me in the gym. Like she's uh-huh. a fucking monster. She's yeah. a monster. Nice. I, I help like motivate him and we meet and play ball and, you know, keep tabs on each other. But like, as far as me being there day to day, not his girl. And then it's his motivation. Awesome. But yeah. I am helping tech tech and I tech and I are meeting a few times a week and like getting it in. And it's really, it's weird because I'd never really work out with someone consistently because it's my time. Right. Yeah. But I found it like, like he pushed me yesterday, Like he really did push nice. me yesterday. And so that, like, that's going to be, that's going to be advantageous for me. Right. Because I'm all about like, you know, functional explosive lift. And he, and he's like, Hey man, we're going to get these hills. And cause we know that the final is all endurance. Right. So I saw the Instagram post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's, yeah, man. And that's, Right there, where you saw that Instagram post, like at the top of that hill, like that's right by my house, man. I live in it's like it's where where I am is uh, like Kobe's Mamba Center is only like is only like fifteen minutes away. Like Clay Matthews' place is only like fifteen minutes away. Like it is like people come here to specifically train. Like they come here specifically yeah. to train. So yeah. it's 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 like, like go outside right now and people are just running everywhere. So it's, it's an atmosphere that's, that's here. So right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if, if anybody's never been to Southern California, like it's, it's not what you see on TV. It's not just beaches and the ocean, like it's mountains and desert. It's ma- yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. Terrain. Yeah. it's terrain. It's terrain. It's terrain. Yeah. So uh, two things real quick. Um, one, I just gotta say, dude, you stepping up to put yourself into that elimination on all-star season one, Yeah, we're here for that. That was awesome. That was a very awesome moment. And then at the end of All Stars One, when you go home, we get a uh, a quick kiss goodbye with Anissa. Yeah, that's all. That's all. We had her. We had her on. Yeah, we 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 had her on. And then the next time we see you, you start talking on All Stars Two that you're in love. And I had to ask Anissa. I was like, "Is it you?" And he's like, "She's like, no." (laughs) (laughs) You know, can can I be honest? Like, I'll be I'll be honest with you. One of my character flaws. It's 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 uh, and honestly, Rick, I'm not very jealous of people, but I am jealous that you have a family and kids. So over like the past five years, man, I've been wanting it so bad to like have someone to be in love with and have a family. And I've I've found myself in relationships that aren't conducive for that. I'm like pushing it or like people on paper, like Anissa on paper is a wonderful woman. Like we aren't really going to, you know, we're never going to date, but on paper she'd be, you know, great. And the woman that I was seeing, Carolina grad my year and, you know, and she's a wonderful person, but like 
man, I'm quick to fall in love at this age, dude. And only because I really want a, a wife and kids and a family. So like, it's sort of so embarrassing, man, to see that shit when I'm not in love. And I was telling myself that I was and, uh, and to see that shit, best believe my homies are like, who the fuck you in love with T? Like, what who is this? I'm like, <laughs> yo, yeah, uh, it's over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, with that being said, Latarium, man, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up on IG and we'll go back and forth a little bit on this. And, uh, yeah. you know, look, I, if there's one thing I found with, with love is that, uh, that it's quick to happen, but to make it last, man, it's, it's work. Right. And, but it shouldn't feel like work. It should feel like you're building for something greater, but man, that's a whole long ass discussion for another we'll do day. It next time we have you on. <laughs> yeah, next time we have you on, we got you. But yeah. Terry, man, from all of us here, thank you so much, man. We wish you the best uh, today. We hope the Rams win for you since they're your alternate team uh, this month in the yep. playoffs. And man, enjoy that junk food and that tequila. All right. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Have a good day, man. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Thank you. Bye. Man, that was awesome. I, dude, that was he, so cool. He's such a fucking genuine guy, too. He really is. He's so, he's just so, I don't know. Like you said, gen, I guess genuine would be the, the perfect word. He's just real. Yeah. I Talking to Tech, talking to Ayana, talking to a couple other people that we've talked to even online i know josh you've spoke with me and maya about it but seeing you know how hyped he gets because they really focus on him in the elimination so you see you know the the hyped up beast outed latarian like is that a goat is that was that a goat was that a goat (laughs) yeah like you see that part and you know how like how much of a beast he is but then you talk to him and He's super mild uh, mannered. He's like, he, you know, he's genuine. He's yeah. real, but he's, dude, he, like he said, he's a Southern gentleman. Honestly, man. now that you bring it up, like that whole, like the whole attitude, facial expressions, just body language, everything that he had in that, um, after, you know, that post elimination interview where he did the whole thing where he was like, he was like, and then he like, here's the goat. He's like, was that a goat? Like that person right there was not the person who was on the interview with us today. Like he really does have like both those different sides where he can just kind of, uh, you know, and I think we've used this expression, especially for CT, but you know, where he can flip that switch. And just kind of become this this whole different person for those eliminations, for those, you know, uh, um, you know, like when he played sports and, you know, stuff like that. And so it's really cool to see those two different sides of him. I, I love Leteri and I am definitely here for him. Right. There, there's definitely a game mode button in him. And you yeah. see it because you, you don't go from being the gentleman and the person to offer yourself up to go into an elimination just to be there for somebody that you care about yeah. and not have that switch to go into an elimination and be like, I'm going to tear your head off, but then we're going to go grab a drink afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. He's the ultimate competitor, the ultimate athlete, right? Which is on the field, man, fuck you. But <laughs> off the field, Bro, I love you. You want to go get a drink? Yeah, let me buy you a drink. Let's yeah, go have you some want, nachos. You, you yeah. want some tips on how you can beat me next time? Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> like, all right, bro, I saw, like, on your dead leg, you're a little bit lazy. So what I would just, you know, like, that's Latarian. Like, I, and I love it. I can respect it. I, I can, too. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I was, I was going to ask him, like, what his 
like approaches for his Paul Russell because he's so fucking good, you know. But then at the same time, like I started thinking about him, like, no, nah, I don't want to make him spill all his secrets. Like, I won't ask him. Yeah, and- <laughs> but he's just so fucking good at the pole wrestle. Like, he just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he's just, he's unbeatable in it so far. You brought up the Fessy thing, but we didn't bring up the Kyle. Like a lot of people have I gone know. back and forth. Oh. Kyle. But we're going to have to talk to him about it Next again. Because that's why I want him to go to the flagship. I don't give a shit about Fessy. No, Fuck Fessy. neither do I. I just thought that was funny. It shit. was a funny ass fan yeah. question though. But I want to oh, see him versus Kyle in a pole wrestle. And I know he wants to do a hall brawl. And I think that would be really interesting too. And I have a few people in mind that I think would make a really good fight with Letarian. Oh, so do I. But I would love, love, love to see Letarian and Kyle in a pole wrestle because, and like you said, we didn't really get to get to talk to um, Letarian. Um, and I'm not sure if he's actually going to, you know, if he's listening to this right now or anything, but Kyle is also unbeatable in pole wrestle. So like to see these two go against each other would be amazing. Just because Must I know. Must see. Yeah. And yes. just because I know he's like a competitive fanatic and like sports fanatic and workout fanatic, I'm going to take some of those videos you've made of like the greatest hits and like the biggest contact moments. I'm going to start sending those to him because I think he'll dig it because he oh, said so he doesn't hearing. watch the the main show much. Right. And so I think he'll get a kick out of seeing like Darrell oh, kick the shit out of Zach and balls in. You know. Oh, right? yeah. And, oh, yeah. And he liked that a limb a lot. Too, yeah. So. so I think he'll dig that. And no, that'd be fun. You know, I, the one question I really wanted to ask him because I found out about this last night. Karina told me about it. I think it was on uh, Nehemiah's live that I guess TJ can't not laugh anytime somebody farts. Yeah, TJ's like obsessed with like farts and he thinks it's hilarious. And so anytime like Nehemiah, like, and I guess Nehemiah was even safe for anybody listening who didn't catch Nehemiah's live because Josh is laughing. And I know, Josh, I know you watch Nehemiah's live because it's, it's fucking Nehemiah. But it's anyway, Nehemiah. <laughs> it's Nehemiah. But for anybody who didn't catch it, apparently, so Nehemiah said that like, even if they're like dead in the middle of filming and Nehemiah farts, like TJ will just start like busting up like a little schoolboy, like, he thinks farts are hilarious which they are <laughs> and so that is amazing i love it it just so I, what you're saying is during trivia it's not the wrong answer it's him farting on the way down that he's laughing at right yeah <laughs> it's like their mode of pro- propulsion just all the way down yeah. oh, <laughs> that's hilarious but, oh i love it i mean getting back to the subject and hey and though with latarian is it, He's a great interview. Well, not even an interview. Just a great person to have a conversation with. And the funny thing is, is like we have a list of these questions that we want to ask him, but he basically answered them all as he was explaining like one question. Like, yeah, he's like, for instance, like he's a talker, uh, we, and I love it. We were going to ask him, like, did was it true that he modeled for Versace? And then he told us he modeled for Versace. You know, like so he he yeah, answered how a cool lot is of that. See, yeah. next time I want to ask him how he got into stuff like that too, because that's really cool oh yeah i love because of his pretty face well I mean, yeah he look, is a very very beautiful man I'm yeah just gonna I mean, that. look i <laughs> i'm a completely hetero male and i could admit that latarian is a good looking guy right yes. you know it's not hard to see yeah um but you know what i think the cool thing too is the fact that Letarian seems so removed from the TV world that he doesn't realize that how many people actually kind of enjoy him on the show yeah. and enjoy what he brings and are fans of his. I don't think he really grasps that wholeheartedly. And I, I'm excited for him to see that because he is yeah. he is a favorite amongst a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. I, 
he, he touched on it a little bit. I mean, just from his followers on Instagram and Twitter, I mean, he jumped from like a hundred to 8,000 or something on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're listening to this right now, it's kind of caught him off guard. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast right now, fucking hit pause real quick, scroll down. You'll see the links to his fucking IG and Twitter. Go give that man a follow. Go follow him. Yeah. You know, and for reals, like, especially if you want like some motivational, um, oh, yeah. you know, Latarian's great. And if you have questions about, you know, training, losing weight, getting in better shape and becoming your inner beast, bringing that motherfucker out, go talk to Latarian. Right. So. Josh is like on my way right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to reach out to Latarian about that because I probably am. <laughs> you know, the right. being I mean, three kids adds a little extra flab every now and then. Yeah. Which with every kid, you gain like 20 to 30 pounds. I got three kids. You got three kids. Bro. <laughs> I need to call Latarian. Fuck. I mean, we're all on the West Coast. We could just go to Calabasas and be like, we're here. Let's set us up one and then we can take it home with us. Let's do this. <laughs> but you know what? I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see him come back. I really am. I am too. I think he adds something very special to the show, um, which is kind of like that that straight personality that doesn't get too overexcited about anything unless it's a physical competition and that's what he's there for. Um, he's not there for the the fame, the followers. He's really there to make some money and to have a good time. And have I, a good time. And Travel, I love that. Explore, you know, experience things, you know. And like he said, that that was what really got him going on road rules is that that was what enticed him was being able to travel and, you know, do all this fun shit and, you know, drive around on the bus and whatever. And so, like, yeah, I just I, and I'm glad to hear him that he's coming back. Like, that was really, really exciting, you know, to hear him. And it wasn't like a yeah, you know, you guys might see me in the future. It was a you're going to see me in the future. Um, and so right. that I'm is definitely he... something. Yeah, that's something to yeah. look forward to. And can I just touch on one last scene before we officially start wrapping this up? Yeah. With that being said. <laughs> I want to point out that your catchphrase with that being said, Josh, no, I'm joking. Um, no, what so I aggressive for an interview. I know. Right. I, well, it's it, like, this I, is not a round table. To, you have to save that for the round table tonight. I, I'm building up to that. I'm, this is my second cup of coffee. I'll be on coffee cup six for that. So, um, no, what I was going to say is once again, talking to another person that went through the casting process and we hear that not only did they just go completely over the top, but they halfway bullshitted through the interview. Yes. And that's like the most consistent thing I found with all of these people. Act like, like an idiot. Either not even act like an idiot. Just Yeah, just, maybe that's the wrong word. That then. is, I, I, I do believe that's the wrong word. I think the right word is act like you're over not you. Yeah. Be, yeah. Just be, be over the top. Be level extra. 10 you and say stupid fucking shit is yeah. what it really is. Just, well, yeah. Just we, be ridiculous. You know, like that might be a better word. Just like ridiculous. Yeah. That's it. Right. And this is the second person that we talked to that there, it wasn't even their original plan to do it themselves. They, they, Ayana was just happened to be there, or three. Ayana just happened to be there talking, taking pictures, and then yep. she gets there. And then with Latarian, it's, hey, bro, you got to go do this. And yeah, well, and with uh, with Derek, Derek C, I know you weren't, you were unable to make it to that interview, and we actually got the real story about how he got taken down there, and it was not by Jeanne. 
So if you guys, if you guys have not, if you guys have not heard our interview with Derek C to hear the real story behind how he got down to that casting call for, uh, for real world, go listen to it. It's out. Go listen to it. Yeah. Because it was not John a who took him down there. And I know that is a widely believed, uh, thing among the fan base and that is not true. And, uh, MTV saying that he was born in Phoenix is also not true. Yeah. He's not from Phoenix. He just went to college there. He's from New Mexico. Southeast. Go listen to that. So guys, I know I'm walking away with this from a totally new impression of Latarian than what I have from the show coming into it. Uh, and and I think this definitely gives another layer to who he is. It's just another another layer of the onion. We're peeling back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, ha, ah. we got through a whole interview yeah. without Josh talking about Corey Lay. So, guys, from everybody here at the Challenge Fandom, we love you guys so much. From myself, Ricky Hayes, my wife. Karina, she's gorgeous. She's lovely. She's the brains of this operation. And then the one, the only, the infamous Josh motherfucking Chambers, my favorite ever is Corey Lay. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you guys all so much. We have you have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, a beautiful month. Thank you guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Who's back? LT, the enforcer. Kings in the stable. Let out the horses. Running with my brothers as Tech and Nehemiah. Top of the world, we about to go higher. Use my brain, use my muscle and my talent. So watch the palace. Take over the challenge. Being the best is my destiny. So fall back. You don't want to pull rest with me. I was going for a minute, now we back for the crown. But me and Elimination still holding it down. Uh, just us, plus Queen Mel. Y'all can't hang with the squad. Oh, well. I see.